Hello, I'm Isabellen, and it's season two. This season, I'm doing things different, or the same, or who knows. But there's bound to be adult content and adult subjects, so watch for the show titles and be prepared for pretty much anything. Welcome. Hi. This is Chapter 4 of Caught, Balancing Magic. You can find Chapters 1, 2, and 3 in the show notes, along with links where you can support me on my Ko-Fi. This is a work in progress, it is a rough draft, and I am not a very good reader. But I hope you enjoy this experience as much as I enjoy giving it to you. Chapter 4, Annika, The Arrival of Doom Sulfur and coal, smoke and ash, natural, powerful old magic. Shit! A long, wet dog tongue licked my face, and I I could feel her, hear her, the dark, furred, shadowy animal. There were five of them. I knew it without seeing them. Five! We should be six. They said it all as one in my head. Words, but not words. A pack that was missing a piece of themselves. They made me feel like I was that missing piece. The one licking me was the lead, the alpha of her pack. One, she poured out sensations on me as she greeted me, doggy fashion, with a pink tongue in the face, over my eyes and up my nose. Gross! Oh! Oh no! This was a heap of trouble and shit. They caused the tingle in my feet, and that cold, hard ice shard in my chest transformed into pleased satisfaction at the sight of doom dogs. A quiet, hissing yes of agreement with the hound, one, taking place inside of my head against my will. Was this really happening? My body relaxed as the dogs circled around me, their feet padding soft on the wet stone cobbles of the alley between town buildings. I should be running, screaming, stopping this. This was the worst possible thing. Magic! Fucking magic dogs! In my heart of hearts, my most undeniable center, I recognized them. They pressed in around me, big hunters with fur darker than the night, as friendly and happy to see me as a litter of little fluffy puppies. I'd never had pets. The only dogs I knew barked at me as I walked by and belonged to someone else. Who can afford pets, especially ones made of pure magic? And these were not typical magicer pets. I knew exactly what they were from my mother's book. Hounds, shadow hounds, doom hounds, hell hounds, the guardians of the shadow ancient, one of the five ancients of the land, the whole everything. They were considered deadly. People didn't get licked in the face by doom hounds. Their very presence was supposed to make a human rethink his reason for living. Me? I'm human. I'm a null. 
I have to be a null, afraid of these horrifying nightmare shadows. But instead, my arms went around the neck of the dog licking me, and I pressed my face into her fur, taking her warm brimstone and fur tree scent inside of me and wiping off her canine spittle from my cheeks. We'd never met, yet they knew me, and I knew them. All of them, instantly. They were mine, and I was theirs. A dangerously insane connection happening before I could stop it. The door was still open from the kitchen. I felt Jack's shadow. He made a noise behind me. If a bull ever came to the edge of a cliff and accidentally jumped off it during a rampage, that sound might match the horrified baritone squawk that came out of Jack's chest. What have you done, Annika? That was the first time he'd ever said my name. I didn't even know he knew it. The man didn't stick around to answer his own question. The door slammed shut and the puzzle lock snicked shut behind me. The alley between Jack's place and the butcher shop was not an area I considered safe. On busy nights, drunks who passed out in the pub or ran out of money conjugated here. Outside of the pub, they had no reason to pretend to be decent people. And with the ale stripping away all their common sense, they forgot how. I never ventured out here except to toss the scraps in the heap at the end of the alley. Along with the hounds, there were three elegant duos, two-wheeled machines made of metal, leather, and wood, powered by magic. I didn't see any people outside with us, but someone parked those machines here. Gossip about the bounty hunter had been floating through the markets and the pub of Little Indio since his first sighting. He was the only one around with duos like that. No one had ever mentioned any doom hounds with him. I could guess why, but my head didn't want to do any of these conclusions. I gotta go. My hands pushed one away. She was wearing a collar made of metal and magic, enticingly warm against my fingers. A witch-powered mage, crafted thing that I wanted nothing to do with. A long-legged pony-sized animal, one was not a lightweight. I pushed, she pushed back, as if to crawl inside my chest. The others all did the same, doggy licks on every bit of exposed skin they could find, crowding me so that I couldn't get my balance to stand up. Their actions matched the feeling words that shaped in my head. Stay. Pack. They spoke to me. I understood them. I wanted to panic, needed to panic. Where in the depths was my panic? All my feelings were the opposite of what they should be. How could I panic when the doomhounds felt like home? Familiar to me the way my favorite blanket was familiar. Every natural impulse told me to lay down and let them crawl all over me and roll around in a pile of happy puppy laughter and welcome them can't oh i can't i can't do this don't you see i can't be this i moaned the words to remind myself how stupid this was it didn't work 
They were beautiful, incredible, and inexplicably mine. I felt fur and wet wet tongue as they shifted through shadows, going from corporeal to misty darkness and then back again. One had red burning eyes, the inner blue, with inner blue flames. The other four were just as unique, yet matching. Pack. They told me their names, but it was unnecessary. I knew all of them already, and I had to go. Voices. The door of the pub in the front opening and closing. Rowdy customers. Male voices that could be just one of Jack's regulars or the owners of the duos. Didn't matter. The risk of intention I didn't want was obvious. Using the backs of two dogs, Knox Paw and Scout, to pull myself upright, Drake's tail smacked me in the face and one tried to knock me down again. Stay. You are not my protector, I crisply informed her with as much dignity as I could as I stumbled under her weight and she showed me differently. She made a noise in a muffled, growling grumble, a doggy complaint. The beastie was no more intimidated by me than I was of her or her pack, but the men around the corner in front of Jack's place were another matter. I need to go. This won't work. You know you have that magic collar, right? Somehow a mage had collared the guardians of one of the most feared and mysterious ancients, the very one rumored to be in the Proctor's control and trapped under one of the Proctor's cities. Magic was a strictly controlled and monitored resource by the government in power. This was a truth that every person in the world now understood. On penalties of seizure of property, family members, and death, Otherwise, a mage that could openly use magic was a man controlled by the government. The hounds sent me waves of unhelpful comfort. The smallest one, Shade, lay sweetly down on my feet as if to trap me. More of those warm blanket feelings and fur surged. Male voices came closer. Bold and brave in the night because they never had to sneak around or worry about getting carted off to who knows where to do who knows what. There were no other exits in the, to the valley than forward, unless climbing the neighbor's broading boon fruit trellis. Stahl said he would be here. He will be here, one man said. He's void slime, another replied. Didn't he didn't say he wasn't, did I? He's also a greedy, sneaking coward who'd sell his mother's bed for profit. And that's why I liked him. Now I remember he's not here now, which means he's wasting my time, said a third voice with a toxic, infectious rumble that went right through my entire body. Oh my, that third voice. Time for me to go now. They were just at the corner of the building. I did not want to meet these men. The alley was a dead end, but a rotting trellis up the side of the building to the roof looked suddenly very useful. The pack surrounded me. Stay. Pack. Ours. Mine. Pack. Stay. Obey. 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 Smooth, glossy fur. Cold noses. Nipping teeth that bit at my clothing, but were so careful of my skin. The pack had me trapped. Heart in my throat. I stopped being careful. Must escape. 
I threw myself against one, using knocked paws haunches as a foothold to launch my helps myself over the lead hound, away from their trap of loving welcome. I pushed up, over. The pack shifted as one, shifting with me. Knowing my movements before I moved, I landed on top of two of them, fur in my face, sturdy backbone in my chest. They made no noise, but a clumsy exclamation escaped me when I hit. The word rang loud in the alley. What the fuck are you doing? The male voice went right through me right through my middle, setting off sparklers. The lead bitch warned me, watched me with big, innocent eyes. I glared back at her. Look what you've done. One's ears didn't even have the shame to droop, but I felt surges of, I did bad through all the others. At least they had some empathy for the waves of upset I was sending out. One's eyes flicked to the male coming up to us. With the way he, my night was going, I knew it could only be the mage bold enough to call her a demon canine. The other, hands dead, the other hounds ducked their heads, tails tucked guiltily, and turned to shadow. Their glowing eyes blinked at me. That dark voice spoke again. I asked you a question, girl. He was right there, breathing down my neck, waiting. I was dressed as a boy, plain and dirty and stinking, another poor motherless child struggling through life in little India. My clothes were baggy, patched men's things stolen from laundry rail lines and hanging off me in layers. Apparently, my attempt at androgyny failed yet again. I was frozen, no escape. With no answer for me, the hunter came closer, step by menacing step. He was not pleased. And the hounds answered that, surging round me as I trembled in my shoes from the threat, protecting me like one of their own kind. Their forms went to cold shadow and back to heated living fresh flesh and back again, conflicted with their response. Up against my left side, I could feel shades stiffen and thicken and grow. Doomhounds had three shapes, one for hunting, one for living, and one for killing. It would not be good for anywhere, one, if Shade took his killing shape. The book said they couldn't shift back from that without eating something. With no idea what their master would do to them or to me, I couldn't let them defend me. The lead alpha was collared. Who knows what that kind of magic could do? Mages were devious, selfish, greedy, dick-driven blockheads. I'd never seen one of them worth the dirt they walked on. I loved that Shade tried to protect me. It messed up my head, twisted the confusion of my reactions of panic and familiarity. My heart swelled, feeling a little possessive. He may have collared them, but they loved me enough to stand against them. No, I said to Shade. I couldn't let him shift. That wouldn't well end well for anyone. It's okay. He's not going to hurt me. It's okay. You're not going to hurt me, are you, mister? 
Shush now, babies. It's all right. Heart pounding abnormally fast from the threat this man posed to me, I tried to take deep breaths to calm myself. Don't punish Shade, okay? I'm not doing anything. The light out here wasn't good, and I couldn't see this man's expression. But he and his men produced pure grump vibes in waves. I continued to talk, my back to them, my hands in the fur of the necks of the animals closest to me. Don't punish them. I like animals. Saw them out here. I should have brought a treat, but I don't think I could sneak enough from Jack for all of them. One of the other men laughed. Ha, a treat, huh? No treat for these uns, except maybe you. What do you think you are to them? The hunter said something in a Roland language I didn't understand. It brought the itch back to my feet, a command to the hounds, I thought, as they moved away from me. I hated that. I hated that he told them what to do, forced it with that collar on one. A greedy, stinking mage didn't deserve to control these incredible beasts. It defied logic. They were pure magic, sentinels of a lost ancient, not toys for some male's personal use. He didn't deserve them. Why hadn't they eaten him? The hunter's hand curled around my umper arm. He shoved me toward his two pals. Inside, he said. They forced me away. I tried to look behind me to figure out what he was doing with the hounds, but his men moved around the corner too fast, dragging me in through the front door, with Jack's within Jack's direct line of sight. Oh, damn. There went the job. Thanks for listening. I hope you'll check out chapter 1, 2, and 3, and also visit my Ko-Fi. Again, all of the, all the links are in the show notes. Have a great day.